Stat Media Group, delivering logistics news since 1986. This is Cargo Masterminds from Stat Media Group. It's Monday and it's time to catch up with our new Cargo Mastermind. Hello and welcome to Cargo Masterminds. My name is Reggie John. Ethiopian Airlines is the fastest growing airline in Africa. In its 75 years of operation, Ethiopian has become one of the continent's leading carriers, unrivaled in efficiency and operational success. Its cargo division, Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services, is the largest cargo network operator in Africa and one of the major global cargo carriers with a modern warehouse of 1 million ton storage capacity. In the 2020-2021 fiscal, Ethiopian carried more than 750,000 tons of cargo. Ethiopian provides freight services to its global customers in over 66 global destinations in Africa, the Gulf, Middle East, Asia, Europe, and the Americas. It operates 12 dedicated freighters, that include nine Boeing 777 and three Boeing 737-800 freighters. In the strategic roadmap of Ethiopian, Vision 2035, Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services plans to be a full-fledged profit center with annual revenue touching $2.87 billion, have a fleet of 24 freighters serving 70 cargo destinations, and plans to carry close to a million tons of cargo. Big ambitions indeed. To discuss the big ambitions, and the current status of Ethiopian Airlines Cargo, I am happy to welcome Abel Alemu, Managing Director, Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services, Ethiopian Airlines. Abel, an experienced aviation professional with over 13 years of experience in commercial operation of airlines across regions. He has been with Ethiopian Airlines since August 2012, and in December 2021, Abel was elevated to the post of Managing Director, Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services. Abel, welcome to Cargo Masterminds. Thanks for finding time to talk to us. Thank you, Raji. Thank you for having me on your show. Abel, this is, uh, since this is my first interview with you, let me start by asking you to reflect on your current role, which you assumed in December 2021, and what has been keeping you busy in the last uh, seven months as the MD of Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services. Thank you. It has been a very uh, engaging and exciting type of uh, job that I've assumed. Of course, I've been with Ethiopian for a long time, but in this role, I'm here starting from uh, December last year. So it's almost about months. Uh, so every typical day involves a close uh, meetings and coordination with my colleagues from the operation side, from marketing and from the sales uh, side. We start the day early at 7 uh, a.m. and it goes all the way until uh, 8 or 9 in the evening. So most of it is engagement with clients, discussion with a team of various nature uh, nature uh, issues and some internal process matters. So it's, it's an exciting day every day. Briefly, uh, give us also a sense of how Ethiopian Cargo managed to keep its operations through the pandemic despite constantly evolving and challenging operating environment. 
Well, the pandemic has brought a real challenge for everyone in the world. I think every industry is affected one way or the other, but the impact on aviation was really tremendous. Uh, airlines were forced to ground the majority of their fleet, and they had also to take a lot of severe action in terms of uh, laying off employees. Uh, what we've done 2020 uh, about the start of COVID was our uh, management was strategic enough to understand the demand of the time, and we focused more on the cargo operation. Luckily enough, we were prepared to a certain extent uh, because we were heavy on the investment side for the last 10 years on expanding our network, our warehouse capabilities, and then our uh, fleet. So that helped us to grasp the cargo opportunity that was in the market as a result of uh, the daily capacity restriction. And we also have managed to convert a lot of uh, our passenger aircrafts into uh, freighters, what we call them P-freighters. And using this combined fleet of aircrafts, we were focused on transporting medical equipment uh, into to various destinations, particularly from eastern side of the world, mainly to Africa, our own continent, to Europe and Latin America specifically. So in the last two years, uh, our focus as an airline has been pretty much on cargo and uh, taking the opportunity of transporting very essential medical uh, kits and COVID-19 uh, vaccines all over the place. Abel, do you still operate passenger freighters or P-freighters? And if yes, how many of them do you still in, uh, in operation? Yes, we still use them. You see, the capacity uh, restriction still happens uh, per region in different places. There are still markets which are not yet open for a free movement of passenger travel. At the height of COVID, uh, we had converted 25 of our uh, passenger aircraft of different size into a P-freighter. At this point in time, we have around 13 of them in our fleet operating to different destinations. Again, a combination of different sizes of passenger aircraft. Okay, can you tell us how the cargo division performed in 2021? I did make a mention about 750,000 tons carried in the fiscal 20 and 2021. And how significant is the cargo revenue contribution to the overall annual revenue of the airline? So in two ways, the performance was really tremendous. We had a very successful year in the fiscal year of uh, 2021. Uh, we pretty much helped the entire aviation group. Ethiopian is an aviation group that consists of seven strategic business units. One of it is a cargo division. So the revenue from the cargo business supported the rest of the business and contributed uh, for the survival of the airline in this difficult time. So we, our contribution, I would say it was close to 50% of the airline revenue during this period. Uplift-wise, we also uplifted a huge amount of uh, transport all over the place. Ethiopian is a combination carrier with a large wide-body fleet with an international network. How much of your belly cargo capacity is back to the pre-pandemic levels? Well, as of May, 70% of of our uh, pre-COVID capacity is returning to the market. Uh, pretty much the continent, we almost uh, recovered to different countries in Africa. Europe has also intensified, uh, same like Americas. The only challenge is a little bit in the forest and uh, Eugenia side of the business, since most economies are not yet open for a regular passenger operation, and of course, uh, China. Other than these markets, we recovered around 70% of our pre-COVID uh, passenger capacity. Can you give us a sense of the share of cargo on Billy versus the main deck as of now? And do you think going forward, the famous global industry equation of 50-50 remain unchanged? And what is the ratio for Ethiopian? 
the total ratio at this point in time could be like uh, 40, 60, 60 being the uh, dedicated freighter uplift. Uh, since we also have uh, 13 additional uh, P2Fs, we consider them as a pure cargo since we're not uh, uplifting any passenger on those aircraft. 40% uh, uh, seems to have recovered on the passenger routes that we are operating with the wide body. 50-50, maybe once the passenger recovery happens properly and when economies are open all over the place, maybe the industry would come to that level, like uh, the pre-COVID type of arrangement. But again, the importance of the cargo uh, operation uh, would definitely come about as a lot of airlines are uh, also engaged in converting passenger aircraft into a full dedicated uh, freighters. Abel, one follow-up question on the P freighters. Uh, since uh, ESA has said that they will uh, remove the exemption for cargo in cabin by the end of July, uh, so would that make you to reduce the number of P freighters from 13 to maybe a few that could operate within Africa? Definitely, Reggie. We already started uh, making that adjustment. Of course, the current fleet is after the adjustment. Uh, around April, two, two months from now, ago from now, we were operating 16 of them. So three of the aircrafts uh, were returned to the passenger side in May. And the EASA regulation, which would restrict P2F operation into the European skies from the 31st of July, would impact that operation. Okay, tell us about the importance of uh, main deck capacity for airlines like Ethiopian and how important it is to create that main deck capacity for shippers going forward. Main deck capacity is very critical for uh, a particular segment of our clients. Of course, big cargo destinations and origins, they would prefer a huge type of capacity moving in into different places. In Africa, uh, there are four or five uh, markets that we always consider for a Mendek type of arrangement. The rest can be addressed with a combination of both lower deck and uh, other type of uh, loadings. But uh, we are also strong on the Europe, uh, Asia and Asia Europe sector, vice versa. On that route as well, it would be important to have uh, some portion of your capacity as a Mendek, as it would be important for a specific type of shipments uh, transporting on the road. Let's come to talk about your current fleet, which I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that is you operate uh, nine B777 freighters and three seven three seven eight hundred converted freighters. Is that right? Little uh, adjustment as of uh, earlier this month, we added uh, additional uh, 737 freighter. So we have four of uh, seven three and uh, nine uh, B777 freighters that you mentioned. That's right. Earlier this year, you placed an order for five more uh, B777 production freighters. Uh, do you have the clarity on the timeline of their deliveries? Yes, uh, the order was uh, placed earlier in this year. Uh, it's based on uh, the strong demand for air cargo. Uh, going forward, we would like to consolidate the current momentum that we gained in the air freight business. So the timeline would be from September 2023 uh, all the way until 2025. So in two years' time, we'll have all the five capacities delivered to us straight from Boeing. Okay, one clarification on your current fleet. All of them are uh, owned by you or you have freighters only? as well or ACMI all aircraft that we have currently in our fleet are owned by us and uh, Ethiopian operated you also have an MOU with Boeing for five of its uh, new gen uh, freighter B777-8 these are big orders certainly these planes will take years to join your fleet do not think that it will come anywhere before 2828 however how significant are such development for Africa's leading carrier to bring in such 
huge capacity. You see, there is one important point. Uh, we've been working with Boeing for the entire history of Ethiopian Airlines, which is almost 76 years now. So on all these years, we are taking the initiatives and in leading the aviation industry in Africa by being pioneers to a technology. So our partner Boeing is developing these new machines, uh, mainly for cargo. So as usual, we would like to be at the frontiers of technology and then see the benefits of the, the, the new machines coming in into, into our industry. The timeline is a little bit longer, but this is an industry that you plan ahead of time. So the memorandum of understanding with Boeing is uh, on a general terms on how to work together once uh, the, the details and other arrangements are finalized in due time. Is there any chance that you would also consider A350 freighted that probably that would come into commercial operation much before? Yes, as you know, there is an equal type of aircraft, which is currently, as you said, in design and in production. Uh, we also have established a very good relationship with Airbus recently. Around uh, 20 of our uh, fleets currently is S350 from the passenger side. We already have the fleet. It's uh, even converted as a P2F. Some of them are uh, Airbus aircrafts. So w- w- there, there is uh, that interest to work with Boeing on on the best solution that they can offer to the industry as well with Airbus. Would you also uh, consider a lot of these uh, conversion programs on the wide body like 777 and uh, some of the other conversion programs which are already on, would you consider converted planes, freighters as well? Oh, oh, yeah. And there is a very important development on that. We are already converting uh, three 767 aircraft uh, in close partnership with Israeli Aerospace Company. And the first conversion is currently in progress. We expect it to be uh, into our fleet uh, just uh, a month from now. By July 15, we'll have our 767 conversion, which is actually happening here in Addis Ababa at the center of our MRO facility. And down the line, two more aircraft will also be converted. The second one will be our, will be our uh, in our fleet by the end of the year and the third next year. So we will closely explore that uh, venture now. But are these three coming from, uh, not from your fleet, I believe, 767? Uh, it was part of our fleet on the passenger side, and we're now moving them into the freighter side with a full conversion. Abel, what are your thoughts on the demand for air freight remaining strong into and out of Africa, particularly your hub in Addis Ababa? Well, we have seen a very steady growth of the exports sector of African economies over the last 10 years, I would say, and particularly the, the perishable export from East Africa, uh, uh, mainly Ethiopia and Kenya, is very significant. So we'd like to see more of an engagement in that direction. Let's talk about your uh, how you are enhancing some of your key product verticals like pharma, temperature control, healthcare, and uh, special cargo. One of the things that we have noted uh, during this uh, COVID season is the importance of diversifying your business. Uh, Ethiopian has created a capability in terms of transporting goods from one place to the other with efficient and seamless arrangement. But by doing so, we also wanted to focus on specific niche market and product lines. And the infrastructure that we built here in Addis Ababa allows us to, to do all this kind of development. And particularly on the temperature control type of arrangement, we've created a huge capability from the pharma side and life science equipment. For that, we have prepared in terms of all the parameters, both the fleet, the process, and the certification. We have been certified with IATA CEIV uh, earlier this year, both as uh, an airline and as a ground handler in Addis Ababa. So using this certification and process, we would like to serve the specific segment of the pharma and life science. Similar to that, the special cargo uh, division of us is also expanding uh, in order to address the specific demands of our clients. And this is a product portfolio that we're developing 
looking to increase the, the clientele and the level of service that we provide to our customers across the globe. How important is uh, e-commerce and how do you intend to tap into this cargo segment to generate significant cross-border cargo volume? Is it reasonable to think that your current recent announcements of fleet addition are in view of the huge potential you see in Africa's e-commerce cargo? E-commerce is very critical and defining for the aviation industry, particularly for air cargo, as you know. We're currently in the e-commerce business, but uh, not in the direct way that we wanted. We have contracts with big platforms to move goods from one place to the other. But our focus is to change at the Sababa into a smart logistics hub. To that end, we are currently constructing a warehouse fully dedicated for an e-commerce type of shipments here in Addis, and primarily it will serve as an e-commerce type of warehouse and sortation center and uh, the, the expansion with the fleet, the additional orders and the route network all considers the business volume and uh, especially the, the development in the e-commerce environment. So we are preparing ourselves to the next type of uh, air cargo movement, which is e-commerce. In the current uh, scheme of things, uh, where does uh, digitalization figure for Ethiopian cargo and what are some of your plans to place Ethiopian cargo on par with other global cargo carriers when it comes to digital transformation? Well, that's also one of the development areas that we are currently working on in terms of digitalization. We consider the current processes being digitized using modern type of operation system. The e-aerobil, the e-freight, the e-manifest, these initiatives which has been done in the industry for some time is now being applied in our system across the board. And the next stage is to digitalize the interaction, the sailing part as well. So to that end, we also developed an online booking system, uh, in-house developed system, but we're also exploring opportunities to work with uh, uh, system providers, which will help you to transact easily using digital means as with your potential clients. This is one area of uh, development for us. Abel, uh, Ethiopian cargo and logistics services also operate the state-of-the-art cargo terminal ad at Addis. Uh, and I had the privilege of being present at its inauguration in June 2017. Five years down the line, uh, what is its capacity utilization? What plans do you have to maximize the terminal capacity? If I'm not mistaken, between the two terminals, you have close to 1.6 million tons annual capacity. Between the two terminals, with the current one and the old, Terminal 1 and Terminal 2, a combined... Uh capacity of 1 million tons currently. The new terminal that you visited and inaugurated in 2017 is operating in full capacity currently, particularly over the COVID period. That was the busiest terminal. I think it could be one of the busiest in Africa. We uh, Had it not been for that, it would have been very difficult to properly transport the type of shipment that we're transporting in the past two years. And this is a facility that we want to make the best out of it. And uh, the development of the e-commerce which is happening is also next to the current terminal in close proximity and between these uh, two terminals we wanted to bring some efficiencies and addressing the demands of the industry accordingly. And my last question is uh, Ethiopian is also looking to increase its presence in India through partnership of course in the, in the passenger side and you currently operate to Bangalore, Delhi and Mumbai and you have scheduled freighter services to Ahmedabad, Bangalore, Chennai, Mumbai and New Delhi. What changes will you see in your cargo capacity offerings to Indian shippers and do you have any specific sectors that you would like to build your capability for? 
Well, India is a very important market uh, for us. Uh, it has always been like that for both passenger and cargo business. From March this uh, year, the passenger business is uh, coming into a normal type of operation. Uh, we are currently operating uh, frequencies, daily frequencies to Mumbai and uh, Delhi. And we also have Bangalore. And from June onwards, July onwards, we'll add Madras uh, into our list. That is a passenger daily type of cargo. But from the freighter side, we've always been interested to Mumbai. So we will maintain the current schedule that we have with uh, Mumbai. And we'll also expand into a number of destinations including Bangalore, Ahmedabad, and Madras, uh, which has huge cargo potential. And to that end, we're also working with various uh, customers supporting us for a very long time in India. And our office is engaged in that direction with a big focus. Abel, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much, Reggie. Thank you. That was Abel Alemu, Managing Director, Ethiopian Cargo and Logistics Services, Ethiopian Airlines. That's it from us at Stat Media Group. We bring cargo masterminds every Monday. Thanks for tuning in and come back on next Monday for a fresh episode. Have a nice day.